and welcome to episode 26 of Decoding Security, presented by SiteLock. Almost 60% of internet traffic comes from bots, which can sound kind of scary at first, until you realize that not all bot traffic is necessarily malicious. Uh, there are even some bots that you actually want visiting your website. Uh, before we dive into the good, the bad, and the ugly bots, uh, what's happened this week, Graham? Uh, well... Uh, there was a vulnerability in carrier-grade microtic routers. Uh, those are the giant rack-mounted routers that your ISP probably uses to deliver uh, Internet to you. Uh, and uh, most of uh, the better ISPs have already updated. Uh, but a, a uh, crypto mining campaign uh, that's mostly targeting Brazil uh, has infected more than 170,000 active microtic devices and essentially what they're using it for is to inject CoinHive crypto mining scripts into every web page that uh, the people who get that content visit, hmm. which is a kind of new and interesting, well, not really that new, but interesting way of doing use. it. use. Yeah. 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 That's really interesting. And they used to do that with ads, but hmm. yeah. And I hear Jess has something even cooler or scarier, depending. Depending. Uh, So it turns out that Bastion of all things internet Reddit was breached this week, or rather the Reddit breach was announced this week. It actually occurred between June 14th and 18th of this year, but, and they discovered it on June 19th. So they were really quick in getting, finding and stopping the leak. Um, Turns out that attackers were able to circumvent employees at Reddit's two-factor authentication and gain read access to Uh, data from a backup database that contained data from 2005 to 2007. So the data that was exposed was usernames, hashed passwords, and email addresses, as well as some of their Reddit digest emails, which are those emails you get that give you the, this is what's happening today. Uh, Those uh, were more recent from three days in June that the breach was occurring. And they do have the email address as well as its connected username. So if you're at all concerned about being doxxed, Reddit is recommending that you change the email address associated with your user, uh, as well as changing your password if you are at all a Reddit user. So Reddit users, get out there and change your Reddit password. I don't think I've actually changed my Reddit password since 2007. That's really bad, I know. it's That is not something you should admit on a security podcast, my friend. Don't be like Ram. Go cha- he, I'm watching him change his Reddit password right now. Anyways. Tell us about bots. Uh, so it's probably charming to think of bots as these tiny little microscopic robots, you know, like you'd have in the Incredible Voyage, you know, journeying through the internet tubes and like landing on sites. But that's not actually how it works. They're just scripts that run on someone's computer or lots of someone's computers. I am so disappointed right now. I know, right? For a multitude of reasons. I know, right? They sound adorable, don't they? Cute little bots. Yeah, anyways, or not so cute ones. Anyways, uh, they're just scripts that run on people's computers, and uh, they're used to, well, the good ones are mostly for automating uh, information harvesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, uh, you know, some of the bad ones do a bunch of other things, like posting to websites. Uh, I mean, the ones you're probably most familiar with, even if you don't know it, are search engine bots. Like, if you want to be on Google, and if you have a website that's selling anything or pretty much almost any website, you kind of want it to be on Google. So those would be good bots. Yes, those would be very good bots. 
Those must, are the bots you want to attract. Yes, mm-hmm. you must please their googly overlords. <laughs> um, but bad not bad bots can be used for any number of things, such as trying to automate vulnerability scanning on websites, automate attacking DDoS attacks, right? Yeah. Um, well, DDoS is one of the uses. Uh, one of the things I actually seen on a couple of my own servers is they're always looking for open redirects so they can essentially use your server as a cheap jumping off point kind of a proxy, but with less anonymity, but you know, adding extra layers helps. Uh, posting spam's a big one. There's a lot of bots out there that go around posting spam on any forums or websites or Right, and that's when you see those spam comments on your WordPress blog that are like, hey, great blog, check out this link. It's usually a bot that's been created to post those, and those links are designed to optimize their SEO and damage yours more often than not. Wait, you mean that's not my friend Allegra? No. Uh. No, that's not your friend, buddy. (laughs) Your, Your blog about Star Trek is not actually popular. Oh, man. She's my friend, though. I wrote her. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, no, I didn't actually do that. Uh, But bots can even automatically compromise your website or try to compromise it using uh, stolen credentials. Uh, Apparently, malicious botnets actually account for 40% of all login attempts worldwide. I actually thought the number was higher, but that's the number that came up when I actually looked it up. Uh, and I mean, that's some of that's going to be brute force attempts where you just try different combinations of passwords and usernames. Some of that's going to be uh, from password lists from previous data breaches. Uh, but that's still a big number. So Yeah, that's still pretty scary. That's almost half of all login attempts in the world to everything yes. mm-hmm. are perpetrated by bots aiming to guess passwords. Or, yeah do something malicious with your account or someone's account. And you brought up your friend Allegra too, which is interesting. Pretty much anybody can write a bot, right? They're not difficult programs. They're probably much like other types of malware attack kits, very prevalent on the dark web where anybody, any script kitty could purchase one and and do pretty much anything, right? Yeah, the good ones even come with tech support and uh, license costs. So, you know. Good. Well, the I'm good, bad, the the higher quality bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> so those would be the bots in like tiny bow ties. Yes, yes. those okay. would be the ones in the bots in tiny bow ties that probably are carrying around some kind of weapon and looking all spyish. So, yeah. Uh, but as far as uh, telling what kind of bot is actually visiting your site, uh, there's really two things you're gonna want to look at, uh, and that's that uh, good bots will usually tell you that they're a bot. There's something called the user agent string that has to show up in literally every request sent to a website over the normal HTTP or HTTPS protocol. Uh, and uh, good bots will tell you that they're a bot and uh, where they're from. And uh, then you probably want to check that against their IP address. Uh, That's a really good point because it is worth mentioning that you, the user agent string is something that can be intercepted and forged by attackers. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I could write. A, I could make a request to you and tell you that I'm anyone. I could tell you I'm Googlebot. Uh, right. But if it matches the Google IP range, then it's definitely Googlebot. Right. Then you're in the clear. Yeah. Uh, bad bots, on the other hand, are way more likely to actually pretend to be people just because, you know, a lot of the things that they're maliciously trying to do are things that people would be legitimately trying to do. Like log in or enter credentials or surf your site. Yeah. Uh, your best bet with those is to set up a firewall or a WAF or maybe both. 
uh, implement CAPTCHA and brute force protection for any forms, especially login forms, and uh, kind of buckle down and hope for the best. No, actually, the WAF and the firewall mostly take care of that. And and for people who are like, I don't know what brute force protection is. I don't know how to protect my login pages. If you use a, a common CMS like Drupal or Joomla or WordPress, a lot of those I know WordPress for sure has plugins that will actually lock down your admin page and send you a text alert or an email alert if there are X number of logins. So keep in mind that that can come back to bite you if you forget your password and you try to enter it five times in two minutes, the plugin will lock you out too. For a while, but usually it's just a you know timeout. You, mm-hmm. you get put in timeout for like half an hour and then you can try it. Right, because that tells the bots that it's time to move on. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, uh, there's also neutral bots, uh, you know, there's, you know, security researchers or other researchers who just, you know, want to find a bunch of information out on the web uh, and they might be harvesting info that helps them, but doesn't necessarily help or hurt you. Mm -hmm. Uh, we call those neutral bots. Those usually tell you they're a bot as well. Uh, so that's the good news. And they'll usually have some sort of just random weird name that the person who wrote it came up with yeah like their white hat handle or the name of the application they use to create the bot something weird and random it won't be um it won't be pretending to be a person but it also won't be pretending to be google Mm -hmm. that's true uh and that brings us to our final tip jess so we talked about the reddit breach today and i want to kind of circle back to that for our final tip and just remind everybody that two-factor authentication is not the end-all be-all for password security. At least the phone kind, the SMS kind, right? Correct, yeah. So two-factor is great, um, but there is SMS phishing out there and there are mobile key loggers. So if you're not protecting your mobile device or you're clicking on every random link that gets sent to you by text, there's a pretty good chance that your password is gonna get buggered. <laughs> yeah, there's also the uh, the SMS porting, the phone number porting exploit we discussed last week. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it's easy to spoof phone numbers. It's easy to spoof apps. They're, you know, the Play Store has to take things out all the time. It's something to just keep in mind that if you're not practicing proper mobile security hygiene, that two-factor authentication really doesn't hurt you, or doesn't help you, rather. Um, there are alternatives out there, such as physical token and biometric type scans and authentication. Those are things to consider if you can afford it and it's reasonable. Otherwise, just keep mobile security in mind and remember that two-factor authentication is not a reason to get complacent. Security is like an ogre or an onion. It has to have layers. Yep. Thank you, Shrek. Also, uh, thank you, Jessica and Ram. Uh for clearing up kind of the, the different kind of bots that are out there and, and helping us to understand the difference between, uh, you know, the, the good and bad bot traffic and, you know, as Ram pointed out, the neutral traffic as well. Um, we also want to thank you, our watchers and listeners, uh, for tuning in. Be sure to come back next time and don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, wherever else you may be watching or listening so that you don't miss any future episodes. Uh, also, if you have any questions for the Decoding Security team, Feel free to reach out to us by email at podcast at sitelock.com or on Twitter at sitelock. The music, Upbeat Forever, by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. Decoding Security is hosted by Jessica Ortega and Ram Gall and produced by Topher Tebow for Sitelock.